This is Adventure Nannies On Air. I'm Shenandoah. And I'm Brandy. Our company is Adventure Nannies, and we talk about nannying, traveling, professional development, and also whatever we want. We'll try to keep our potty mouths to a minimum, but this podcast is not suitable for kids. You can find out more about us at adventurenannies.com. Hi, Megan. Welcome back to the podcast. Hi, Shenandoah. Thanks so much for having me back. Of course. You were a very popular guest. I love it. (laughs) You're a star. We got an excellent question from one of our listeners. If you guys don't mind, I would love to read you some of the letter that she sent us. And then, Megan, you can weigh in with your expert opinion here. Yeah, let's hear it. Perfect. So it says... Hey, Shenandoah and Brandy, I am loving the podcast so far. It is putting out so much information about this realm of nannying that doesn't get talked about much in detail. So thanks for putting this content into the interwebs in a super digestible way. After listening to episode four with Megan, I couldn't help but feel a bit perplexed and have many questions about NDAs. I have signed many and it is familiar and understandable territory to me. But it felt strange when Brandy talked about Megan not sharing with her friends or family who she works for. And it seems pointless as she was now on the podcast and is clearly associated. Is she unable to share the podcast with her friends and family as well? I think NDAs can be interesting because they're clearly important in an age of instant information, social media, and protecting family privacy. I fully understand that now more than ever, NDAs are important and that young people can have bad or different boundaries with sharing information. But once a relationship is developed with a family, I think there begins major gray area. Every nanny I've ever known has a person or people that they confide in and share more personal information with about the family, knowing they won't share beyond that conversation. And many families I've worked for and signed NDAs for have eventually or even right away met my family or friends, and there is an understanding that they know these are my people and they know a lot about your family and it's cool. We all have the boundary to know what is appropriate. I think Megan is entitled to have trusted people who know who she works for and what that means to hold that private and not share with others. Megan talked on her sister being able to join for a festival, but does that violate the NDA? As well, Megan should be able to tell people in her life where in the world she is for her own safety and security. If all this is the case, then I definitely think it should be spoken about in a more transparent way. Is it ethical to ask this of a nanny and expect them to live in an isolated bubble of secrecy for their employer? Yes. (laughs) No, just kidding. (laughs) No, I'm glad that this person wrote in because we can address this whole thing. No problem. Yeah. Megan. (laughs) There's definitely a lot to cover. She was very detailed and like a lot of it. Yeah, it is. It can get confusing, you know? Yeah, and I'll just say that for our NDA, when Megan started, she's been with us for almost two years now. We were we immediately had her boyfriend come to dinner with us, and he also signed an NDA because I would never expect Megan to not be able to tell anybody what's going on in her life. Mm -hmm. And we also were under the understanding that she could, I just didn't want her bragging or not bragging, but like saying who she worked for especially right after we had the baby, I was feeling super protective. But then as our 
relationship evolved and I got to know and trust Megan a lot more. We have discussed it, especially before this podcast. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously before she told her sister to come to the festival too, (laughs) that she could tell her family and friends who she worked for. But the NDA we have just mostly expresses she can't say like, what prescription pills I'm taking or (laughs) or what or like details that the general public wouldn't already know about our family right yeah and and I think um when you hear the word NDA it's like oh wow like you can't say anything and a lot of people are like whoa now I have this thing that can be used against me Mm -hmm. which for you it's a good tool um for your own protection uh But for me, it's like probably like the only NDA I've signed that I know of, I think. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it's just kind of like it's another way to like hold you accountable to respecting the family's boundaries. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think even if there was no NDA, I would I uh, I would still just respect Brandy and Wes and not like run their business around town. You know what I mean? (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i i'm definitely a fan of ndas for all nannies i think it is really important we've worked with families in the past even if they didn't have an nda where the nanny got let go because of talking about the family mm-hmm. outside of a working environment so i would say even if you don't have an nda signed with a family talking about the family's personal private life outside of your circle of trust or even in your circle of trust because you can't actually know for sure if some if that information is going to get back right. to the family. It's really important to respect people's privacy. And then obviously in terms of this podcast, I'm a very open person and I want information to be out there for nannies. So I was happy to share Megan and her experience and all of the honest details of it at this podcast. It's just hard to explain the whole thing in one 30 minute episode. Yeah, absolutely. And I think another great thing is that you and Wes are very open and, you know, I don't think they're like, if somebody had a question, they would be able to ask you, Mm -hmm. or you probably already told them, you know, so there's really no reason for me to like, I don't know who I'd be telling secrets to. Um, But like, as far as like the band and our immediate people, I think you guys do a really good job of just like owning your own shit and, you know, being honest and open about it. So as far as like our immediate um, people that we meet within like the band network, mm-hmm. there's never been an, there's never really been an incident where it's, I felt like pressured to share information. So that's nice that you guys are open and honest. So it's not like, oh, well, does like, should I not be sharing what Wes ate for breakfast? Or like, you yeah. know what I mean? Wes is a cold, don't say anything to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or I saw Wes had a runny nose. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. When um, you, um, yeah. Megan, when you are doing international travel with the family, how do you, I mean, obviously your boyfriend has signed an NDA and so he knows where you're going. And, you know, Brandy said she gave permission to share with your family. Let's say a casual acquaintance who you run into on the street says, oh, Megan, let's go have dinner next Wednesday. And you happen to know that you're going to Japan next Wednesday with the band. Do you say, I can't, I'm going to Japan next week or I have to work 
Or like, how do you, yeah. like, how seriously well, do like, you take like that aspect of the NDA? Well, it's kind of interesting when you're traveling and like giving somebody your location. Like, you never, like, as far as like a stranger off the street or like an acquaintance, mm-hmm. um, I, I probably wouldn't tell them like, hey, yeah, we're flying into this area, you know, this day. So sorry, I can't go. Um, but just saying like, oh, I have a work trip. I can't make it you know, being more vague, but like, of course I tell my friends like, oh, I'm going to these spots and I'm so excited for mm-hmm. like all to try these foods or whatever. But just because I care so much about Lenny <laughs> and I would literally, I don't know what I would do if anything ever happened. So mm-hmm. I choose not to geotag myself or like tell people exactly where we are. You know what I mean? Just, just for his safety. Yeah. What about social media and like putting photos on Instagram of, you know, of your days off or your travels that don't have Lenny in them, you know, or not like, here's the, you know, I'm going to geotag this really nice hotel that we're staying in. But do you post photos <laughs> while, like, while you're traveling around and exploring the world? I, I feel like... Let's pull up your Instagram account right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. No, just kidding. I, I feel like my opportunity, I could have an amazing social media outlet. You could be an I influencer, chose... I know. I feel like I have that opportunity, but for whatever reason, I, I have not tried to... I'm just not really big into social media, so... That leads me to like not really post all that much. I only have like one picture up of our travels, um, which is kind of weird. Like normally people might like share a lot more, but I've just chosen in my own personal life not to share all that much on social media. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's been helpful. But the other half of me is like, wait, I could be like having loads of followers. five star (laughs) hotels for everyone. Yeah, (laughs) that would be great, you know? Um, So maybe I should be taking advantage of it more, but I currently don't. I feel comfortable with you not taking full advantage of it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You don't want me to be Instagram famous? (laughs) You're famous. You're you're podcast famous now. Even Um, better. (laughs) No, and I respect that viewer or the listener's question because it is a lot of gray areas with families and NDAs. And I wanted to, Megan, to sign one that was very bulletproof and pretty strict and then later on adjust it down so that to our comfort level as our comfort level changes as we get to know each other more. And for us, I have a personal, we've had a personal experience of someone accidentally geotagging something that we were at and then fans drove from like two hours away to show up. And I don't ever want that privacy to be breached for my family, even my personal Instagram account, which is private. So I usually only have friends or people that I've actually met on it. I never post anything. Like I posted a a lot of photos from us in Australia once we got to Japan. Mm. And so I posted a bunch of, cause I know we're not going to, we might stay at that hotel again, but it'll probably be a couple years from now. So <laughs> unless someone's like a super stalker and I generally would never post a geotag of the ho- specific hotel, but like we were in Byron Bay in Sydney and people would be able to figure that out by Googling the Luminaire's tourist schedule, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but not like room 305 under the name, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, I feel a lot more comfortable. Like Megan obviously never posts anything with Lenny's face in it. Um, I think one photo she has up, it just has his feet on a swing. And I, I just like people that I haven't personally vetted, which would be 
all of Megan's followers <laughs> to not really know that whole, a whole lot about like what we're up to in the moment, just in case you have that one bad apple. Yeah. 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 I got to hear Tanya Sakowitz and um, an agency owner from Australia named Louise talk about this at a nanny agency conference a couple of years ago. And they were talking about how even if you don't geotag a post, the post like the post in itself is geotagged in the metadata. Like even if you're not going through Instagram and saying it's in so-and-so hotel, your phone was there because everyone uses their phone to take pictures now. And somehow hidden within the file of the photo is your GPS location from the phone. And so they were really saying like, don't post anything while you're actually in the place. Like, don't post anything until after you've left. And I don't, I tend to not share a whole lot on social media, but I really started thinking about it last year because I bought a house and I was the only person living in my house at the time. And I travel a lot. And so I went to, you know, I moved into the house and then I went to New York or something on a work retreat and I was going to see Carousel on Broadway and I posted something on Instagram of, you know, going to see Carousel on Broadway. And then I realized, Oh, I just posted a photo of my house <laughs> two weeks ago <laughs> of like, here I am yeah. outside of my house getting the keys and the number of like, and you know, I didn't post the address, but it's on the front of my house. And I was like, cool. I like, I'm the only person who has keys to it. I'm gone for five days. All of my stuff is inside. Now I have just told like, you know, 2,200 Instagram followers that I'm not there. <laughs> I'm on the other side yeah. of the country. My security system's not set up. My like, camera doorbell is not set up. And I was just like, oh. This sounds like all was, type of bad. That was, really, that <laughs> yeah. was really dumb. You know, and I don't. Yeah. That was not a good idea. Because I don't know who tw- my 2200. I don't know who those people are. Yeah. I don't pay attention. You know, I, know it's, I don't pay attention. It's yeah. hard. It's so easy to post things on Instagram. It's tough to. It's surprising to realize how much you're exposing of yourself when you do, though. Or the families you work for. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, did we miss any parts of that um, listener's question? Well, I think I may, I might even have, like, my own question as we're talking about all of this. And mm-hmm. it's been, you know, almost two years now that I've signed this NDA. But now that we, now that it's, since I've gotten the okay to kind of tell my loved ones where, you know, what I do, where I'm at. Should a nanny or myself add a clause in the NDA stating, you know, X, Y, Z? Or, (laughs) you know, I think it's just hard. I want to be able to protect myself so you guys can't, like, throw the book at me and be like, Megan, this isn't on paper. You know, I didn't really want that or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's a good question. emotional and... Megan, I don't get emotional. <laughs> <laughs> She's a and, robot. Uh, I think as as the family protects themselves, the nanny should also be protecting themselves. Obviously, read your NDA and like know exactly what you're being held accountable for. Um, and so maybe I should request to have that added. <laughs> so yeah, and then my take as the mother of Lenny and the wife of Wes would be that you kind of risk yourself by sharing personal information about us if you are yeah to people and 
like I can't imagine something actually happening, knock on wood, that would cause a problem. Like maybe you tell your cousin something when you're having wine with her and you're like, oh man, like Wes was so drunk. He said like this, this, and this. It wouldn't be weird because he's not weird, but yeah. <laughs> but like, and then your cousin can like, you know, it's the game of telephone where then your cousin's like, oh, I heard Wes gets like really crazy when he's drinking and blah, 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 blah. And then yeah. her friend is a reporter at Pop Sugar and uh-huh. posts an article that's like out of control folk rocker Wesley Schultz has been <laughs> like sources oh. close to the family say he's sloppy drunk with a crazy <laughs> drinking problem blah 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 right. I would still like to be able to be like oh hey Megan what were you doing <laughs> talking to someone who obviously wasn't trustworthy <laughs> totally totally yeah okay so the clause would probably I mean our idea that we had you sign Probably, like I'm sure you violated so much of it already just because I verbally told you you could tell your family and in the NDA it says you you Don't. can't and things like that. Right. Um, but the other side of the NDA is I'm not sure how I would enforce that. Like that's the gray area of an NDA where it would be really hard to sue you for telling your family who you worked for. I th- I don't think we would win necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, my brain didn't even go down the suing route. Yeah. I, I do feel a bit naive to all of this, but I'm just like, as long as I'm a good person and respect you guys, and yeah. you don't, you know, do anything that to jeopardize my relationship with you guys, Lenny's safety. Yeah. And really just not share personal information. I'm in the clear. And that's yeah. kind of where that's in my Hey, just be a good person. Like, yeah. I'll be fine. I'm in the same boat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Usually so, everything's fine until it's me. not fine. I would, I don't ever, like, we've, yeah, I would never do that to anyone. Unless yeah. they really actively did something horrible to me. <laughs> That's the worst thing you can do to somebody. <laughs> yeah, I really hope it doesn't come down to that. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think, especially because, you know, I... I've put so much of myself into the job and as you have invested in me as well, I hope if something were to arise, we would be able to handle it like adults and just be able to talk it out. But, um, I agree. I guess it's good to also have the paperwork if things really go south. Yeah. And I don't think anything really would go south. It's more like kind of an employment contract where at Adventure Nights we always tell families to add in everything they can think might be a responsibility for a nanny so that even if your job doesn't start with, Hey Megan, like we would, you know, my baby is three weeks old, but you started, but we're, we put in there, Hey Megan, uh, we would like you to be open to occasionally driving this person to and from school, even though he was very far from being Mm -hmm. in school (laughs) at the time when you started and this and this, so that as he grows and the job evolves, you're not like, Hey guys, I never knew I had to drive someone to school. I should get like $5 raise for this. So we could go back and be like, no, no, it was part of the original agreement. Mm, right. So it's kind of better to include, in my opinion, as a family that's protecting itself, every possible scenario, even if it's not something you can imagine being a problem. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So that's my personal opinion, but yeah. I, I'm probably wrong. <laughs> and then we also have like the nanny contract too that like lays out all that. But as far as the NDA, it's just more 
Yeah, I just like to throw every possible thing in the NBA just in case something happens. <laughs> but that's experience. because we didn't know you. Yeah, yeah, and no, at the end of the day, I am kind of was just a person off the street, and you know, we met you on a website called Adventure Nannies. Yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> right, of course. But it's yeah, it's an interesting. In the beginning, you have to, like, set yourself up for all the protection you can. Yeah. You know? And honestly, I'd be open to you signing a less serious NDA now, but I don't (sighs) think there's anything that would change by you doing that. Because by me telling you that you could tell your family, that's like a verbal agreement. And now it's on a recorded podcast, so you have proof that I said that, (laughs) and I agreed that I said that. There we go. (laughs) So there, that part of the NDA legally has been revised anyway. (laughs) Perfect. But um, I just wouldn't want you to share personal information, like I said, and I don't have any embarrassing prescriptions that I'm on or anything, but if I did, I wouldn't want you to tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Or Wes. (laughs) It's interesting talking to you two about it because you obviously have such a mutual relationship of trust and respect that has been, you know, formed over the last two years. But I would love to just sort of talk about best practices. Like, I think that Megan brought up a really good point where, you know, Brandy, you said, oh, it's cool if you tell your family. I'm like such a rule follower. I'm then like, well, legally, should the NDA have an amendment to it? That's like, here is an attached list of names, like people that here are people who are author, you know, who are in exceptions to the NDA or can share like the name of the family, but you can't share Brandy's prescription drug habit, or like if Lenny <laughs> bites you, you can't tell them that, or you know, I'm just I'm thinking. Because the kind of concern always for nannies of signing an NDA is that they are not protected. Occasionally, a family will have a mutual NDA where the family then is also not allowed to share information about the nanny, which comes into play a lot in smaller neighborhoods or smaller cities where a nanny can, you know, quit with plenty of notice. And it it's such a personal relationship that it makes the family so upset that they then sort of go on a personal mission to try to blacklist that nanny from getting any other Mm -hmm. jobs at, you know, anywhere in the city and tell all their friends. She was so horrible. She was so mean. She only gave us four weeks notice as it's (laughs) stated in the employment agreement. But it seems like for best practice, I think it was great that you had Megan's boyfriend sign an NDA, but it would be smart for a nanny if the family is giving you permission to share things outside of the NDA when you're getting more comfortable to say, thank you so much. I'm so glad to have that clarification that, you know, these four people don't apply to the NDA and send that to them in some kind of email, even if you're not Mm -hmm. suggesting revising the entire non-disclosure agreement, at least sending an email or a text message, something in writing. Yeah, having proof that that's like, yeah, as as you gave me permission to do, I will now tell my mom that I'm going to Russia for three weeks for work. (laughs) For your band, the Lumineers. Yeah. (laughs) Something else that I saw come up in a nanny group, and I think this happened while someone was babysitting, so slightly different set of circumstances, but this person had been babysitting and the mom texted, you know, as often happens and said, hey, I'm going to be two hours late. And the nanny hadn't brought dinner for themselves because they only thought they were going to be there for four hours and they got hungry. And so they ordered 
DoorDash for themselves to eat to the family's house and the family noticed it because of their security camera and got really, really mad at the babysitter and said that it was a violation of their family's privacy and now a stranger knew where they lived. You know, how dare she do that without asking for permission first? And there was a lot of really interesting back and forth where a lot of nannies in this nanny group were saying, that mom sounds crazy, it's her fault for being late. If she didn't want you to do that, she should have told you ahead of time. This is a case where there's no NDA that's been signed because it's like a one-off babysitting night. Mm -hmm. And then there were some other nannies in the group who were saying that's the same as inviting someone over to the house. You don't know who those people are. You had to go outside to get the food. Like, did you carry the monitor outside with you? Did you leave one of the kids unsupervised? As many online conversations do pretty quickly devolved into a large group argument. Yeah, I could see that. I guess the nanny probably should have just asked, you know, when she knew the person was working late, hey, is it okay if I deliver, if I have DoorDash delivered? Because I think in this day and age, there's so many convenient things to do that we don't realize the exposure that we're giving ourselves or the family we work for when we do it. Tanya's Instagram and uh, social media talk kind of revealed where you're, you know, sharing your geotagged information, even if you don't realize it, but you actually are like literally inviting a stranger over to the house when you order from any of these delivery services like Uber Eats or DoorDash or Postmates. And it would be something good. I, I mean, I would be fine. I order, I order from those things all the time, even to hotels. But I think as the as the mom or the baby, I think it's smart best practices for the nanny or babysitter to just ask before they do it. Yeah. And I know you guys have said um, to me, you know, if you're ever hungry or there's no food, you're welcome to order through one of those services. And I really, I think I've done it like once unless we're traveling, but yeah, just like, I think that's something that you should ask and just say, Hey, like, is it okay if I go ahead and do this? Yeah. No, don't do it. Especially a one-off babysitting job where you have no idea what these family's boundaries are or what they are comfortable with or not comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. I remember when Lenny was a little baby and it was even just like getting a package outside or something. And I know you guys have, you had the lock system. And I was like, oh, what if I get locked out? Like I have to have my phone if I'm going outside because if I do get locked out, I want to be able to see Lenny. <laughs> yeah. And you just go down this like path of like all these things that could go wrong by stepping 10 feet outside the house. Yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, it's not the best way to live, but it's also like you need to be cautious, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I would say always bring our baby monitors on the phone and I just always have my phone on me. So if I do get locked out, or in Lenny's inside, or whatever the case is, at least I have a point of contact, um, or can keep an mm-hmm. eye on him until I can figure out a way to get in, yeah. you know, as you, we're talking about. You have about. permission to break the window if that ever happens. Right. <laughs> I, well, I would. I would knock half the house down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I and I would like to just add, when we do order from a hotel room, we normally meet them in the lobby, Yeah. so they can't, like, you know... They don't know your room number. Or what floor you're on or whatever. Yeah. No, that's really good. I think, yeah, in terms of best practices too, um, even nannies that don't have NDAs, like I touched on before, have gotten in lots of trouble for sharing personal information, even if it seems harmless to other people without revealing any actual information about this situation. I'll just say we had a family once, uh, a nanny working for a family, and they were off, the nanny was off hours. 
and they were at an event, like a sporting event, and they were having a good time. And someone that the family knew started talking to the nanny and the na- and like said something about the mom that was like almost complimentary. Even I think it was about her clothes. And the nanny made a just this like simple innocent comment back about yeah she has like really nice clothes blah, blah, or something. I don't even know what she said. But later, that person who had discussed that with the nanny told the mom, oh, hey, your nanny said that, like, said this and this about your closet. And the family felt like the nanny was talking about them behind their back, even though they hadn't signed an NDA and fired the nanny. So best practices is just don't talk to anyone about your family. Yeah. (laughs) Even if you don't have an NDA. Right. Because it is like the telephone effect. You never know how people take things the wrong way and, you know put words in your mouth that yeah you you didn't mean to put it that way yeah you just gotta dodge it so hard I'm so glad you feel that way (laughs) yeah yeah exactly (laughs) right yeah (laughs) that's a great great comeback yeah (laughs) Brandy would you mind sharing I'm sure that Megan has heard it um would you mind sharing your worst violation of privacy story Ooh, which one? I'm curious. The one, <laughs> Can you give me a hint? The one where Megan had to go out of town and you had someone come to watch Lenny at your oh, old house. I hate this story. Oh, that was really tough. Yeah, Megan was gone. We had some friends in town and we wanted to uh, to go out and I feel pretty comfortable going out. Thanks to our newborn care specialist training Lenny how to sleep, conditioning him to sleep so well. I didn't have a problem leaving Lenny with somebody we didn't know very well because I knew he probably wouldn't wake up. But we got a nanny who had really great reviews. And this person had children of their own and seemed very trustworthy. But we have one of those. And we didn't have her sign anything either because it was a one-off babysitting job. But we have one of those ring doorbells where you can see where people are, if people are coming in and out. And we had one in the front and the back of the house. While we were away, we went to check on Lenny and we kept getting these notifications that there was motion sensed in the backyard. And so I looked and there was the nanny out there eating pizza with her boyfriend and her boyfriend's friend while our baby was sleeping upstairs in an area like she there's no way she could hear him crying out there. And she didn't have the app for the monitor. And we definitely never told her she could or could not invite friends over. But I would have assumed that this person's level of experience would let them know that obviously we shouldn't invite someone over to the house. Wasn't she drinking as well? Yeah, she was. When we came home, the first thing that kind of tipped me off is we found a beer can and it was beer that we wouldn't have at our house. So that was really bad and very surprising lapse of judgment by that person. (laughs) And to be clear, this was not me as their nanny. (laughs) It's not Megan. Not me. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think that the best rule of thumb always, if you find yourself thinking, oh, is it okay for me to do this? The answer should just be no. Yeah, it should be no for sure. And if you're super on the fence, ask. If you think it's yes, ask. If you think it's no, just don't ask. It's definitely no. (laughs) And I think when I take babysitting jobs, I kind of make it my mission of like, okay, I'm going to make the house look better than when they left it. And that's what I should be doing when the baby's, you know, sleeping. And after all that stuff is done, then you can like go and be lazy or do whatever you do. But like your mission should be to, you know, have the house look better than what they left it. And the baby should be safe. 
And then beyond that, definitely don't invite your boyfriend over. <laughs> yeah, or your boyfriend's friend, or drink, or drink beer. beer. Yeah. <laughs> or be outside while the baby's inside. Right. right, right. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a it's rough a lot. one. It's it's tough though because I think we all go through lives and we're all capable of having these judgment lapse moments. Um, and when you're in a long term relationship with a family, I think there's obviously a lot more leeway. For some of that, like if Megan now, after working for us for so long and having been everywhere, if you had a little slip up, we obviously wouldn't fire you or do anything. <laughs> we would have a conversation about it, but yeah, it's a really hard thing when you're just babysitting someone and you don't know them. You really need to put your best foot forward. But yeah. it's tough because even that DoorDash thing seems so innocent for people who are used to ordering on DoorDash and maybe don't have a high profile family to worry about their whereabouts being discovered. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, everyone's got a different set of things to be concerned. Even a lot of nannies might not want to know, might not want people to know where they are for a number of reasons. All people have stories that we don't know. So it's just really best to protect everyone's privacy. Brandy, even when I, when you guys were in your old house and I would be taking Ubers or Lyfts there, I even remember it was once at the, when there was a nanny agency conference in Denver and I had gone and had dinner with some agency owners and they were like, Oh, cool. Like we'll give you a ride to wherever you're staying. And I just sort of made up an address that I knew was kind of close to your house. And then was like, okay, here it is. Bye. Um, just because I didn't know them that well. And I was in the car with four people and I was like, I don't know, like maybe one of these people is weird. I don't want them to know where Brandy yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's smart. And I know the band my husband's in is not the most famous band in the world. And so it seems funny to even be that protective over them. But like I said, we have people show up. So it's weird. You just never know. Even if it's a family you're working for that has employees, maybe there's a disgruntled employee that would love to know where they live or anything. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. You never know. Gotta be careful. There are bad people out there. There are some weirdos for sure. (laughs) But yeah, I hope that answered all the questions. Yeah, Megan, do you have anything else to about. add before we let you get back um, to work? If anybody ever babysits for Lenny again, <laughs> <laughs> I I hope that person is trustworthy and uses their best judgment and puts him as their priority. And if it ever happens again, I will hunt you down. <laughs> no, but that that incident made me so angry because I do love Lenny and he's such a special baby and he didn't deserve that, you know. So whoever that was, not cool. And that's my final closing. <laughs> yeah, and I guess I would say too, because I am an emotional person despite what I claimed earlier. <laughs> and yeah, with the NDA and wanting to be super protective of my family, and having that kind of bulletproof piece of paper up front for Megan and then now having kind of relaxed it a lot through our open dialogue on it. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if that is the best way to legally proceed as a family, but we're going to ask our legal team and get back to you. Ooh. In terms of making sure we have a super bulletproof contract that we don't actually enforce every part of I don't know really what the legal implications of that are for Megan, but... Yeah, (laughs) that's the hard thing. Yeah, I do know NDAs are hard to enforce. So, (laughs) you know, if you're if you're a nanny, then, you know, your employers by default have more money than you, more resources, more power. They probably know more about lawyers. And so whether or not the NDA would actually hold up, like 
even if they said they were going to sue you and got a lawyer involved, it would be so expensive and disruptive to your whole life. And so I think that, you know, when an NDA is involved, anything that a nanny can do to protect themselves like, without becoming kind of so wacky that the family is like, why do you have so many NDA questions? It sounds like you're planning on blabbing all about our family. Yeah, yeah um, that could be. Right. But yeah, but I think it is important to protect yourself and make sure that you're comfortable with whatever you're signing and that, you know, you're aware of the ways that you could accidentally violate the NDA. Mm -hmm. And I think it's cool to bring those up in a discussion in a really casual way. We have had people kind of grill families on what they mean in NDAs and have the families get very much turned off by that because it does sound like you're planning on doing something if you're that concerned about it. So it would be good to do some research on your own and then ask innocent questions like the one she brought up, like, hey, for my own safety, can I tell my family where I am in case I don't come back? <laughs> or, right. Or, and I shared with you as well, like, um, you know how you can share your location mm -hmm. on your phone, like permanently with friends? Um, just for my own safety, the only person I is tracking me is my sister so if i ever go missing like at least she'll have a lead yeah on the situation <laughs> it's uh, me <laughs> uh, but i shared that with brandy and was like you know I, this would make me feel more comfortable my yeah. sister loves me and i know that she would probably come searching for me if i went missing <laughs> yeah so I'm 100% fine with that. Yeah, but a lot of my friends share their location out of convenience when they're at bars and stuff or out and about, and it's just easier to find somebody if you're at a show or whatever. Um, and I've kind of told some of my best friends, like, hey, I, I can't do this because I do, I'm a nanny, and it's, you know, I don't have the same, like, laissez-faire life as you guys. So I've opted out of sharing my location with friends which a lot of friends are like okay Megan like <laughs> uh you know it, it's a bit off-putting but at the same time it's just not worth it yeah and yeah. do you have any questions who <laughs> <laughs> me yeah <laughs> yeah I think this was great and I'm glad um I really like the email that that person sent in and I like, was reading it and totally saw the point they were making. And I was like, oh, no, do, like, is Megan safe? Is Megan in an isolated bubble? I, I didn't, mean, it, I didn't some think days. you were. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's already such an isolating To a bubble, degree. But, you know, I feel like <laughs> yeah. the, the less you are allowed to share with other people, the more isolating it can become. But that realistically, for any nanny at the end of the day, the safety of the kids they're watching is the priority. And, yeah. you know. Unfortunately, for yeah. a lot of people who are wealthy or well known, like their kids are usually the number one most vulnerable way to get to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then not to drag this whole conversation out too long, but the whole other aspect of that, it's funny because even with your boyfriend and everyone else we've had working for us, that's also signed an NDA, meaning like everyone who works at the for the band. It's tough because a lot of times we'll be talking and I'm guilty of this even where or you and I, Shenandoah, maybe are discussing a, a placement and we're in the circle of trust because we've all signed NDAs. And so it's easy, I think, for a nanny in a working environment where there's multiple staff members. We've mm -hmm. also seen this happen. And they're all under the NDA umbrella to feel really comfortable sharing things. And that is also something we've seen come up where nannies have gotten in trouble, maybe sharing a frustration about the communication style of one of the principles with the, let's say like the household manager 
And this nanny is a new employee. And then the household manager goes back after they, they had that conversation and tells the family, hey, I don't think this person is trustworthy or I think this person is unhappy in their role or this person shared this with me, just so you know. And then we've seen that cause trouble for the nanny also. So kind of back to the best practices, it's really smart to kind of keep all private information or just any personal opinion about a family that you want to continue working for to yourself. Get a therapist. Yeah, get a therapist. <laughs> Tell your boyfriend. Just kidding. Don't. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I was talking to Megan there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's hard. That's, it's, that's hard. Yeah. yeah. So many gray areas, but... And nannying. Gray areas everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, I think you should just, like, try to be a good person. Only say good things about the people you're working for. And... Mm-hmm. That would be the same in a corporate environment too. Like don't bullshit with your coworkers and talk shit about your boss. Cause if one of them wants the promotion that you're also going through, they're probably going right. to tell your boss. <laughs> yeah. And I think as you become an adult too, and I hopefully we're all adults here. Um, I hope that we, it's just, it's good to speak kind about one another. And at the end of the day, what is like putting negative energy out there going to do for you? Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's why we love you, yeah. Megan. Although sometimes <laughs> I get frustrated with you guys. <laughs> but I still love you, and I know we're all human. We're going to save that for the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> Just you and Shenandoah and a bottle of wine. <laughs> Let it all out. Yeah. We'll have that as, like, the super secret giveaway. Like, <laughs> all the deep. Yeah. That'll be my blackmail episode. <laughs> no. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you so much for having me back on. Megan, um, anytime. <laughs> and I think we'll we'll talk soon. Yeah. yeah. Maybe after our next round of travel or something. Yeah, uh-huh. Megan and I are leaving soon for Prague, Paris, London, and Dublin. Woohoo! It's going to be fun. I'm so excited. Megan, what are the dates you'll be in each of those cities, please, and the uh, hotels you'll be staying at? Oh. Um, you know, Shenandoah, I have this thing called a non-disclosure agreement, and I just can't tell you. You can tell me. It's I signed a non-disclosure agreement, too. Yeah, we have two different ones. <laughs> All right. You passed the test. Score. Good job. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. For more, visit us at adventurenannies.com or find us on Instagram and Facebook. To send us love letters, questions, or ideas for future episodes, email us at podcast at adventurenannies.com. Bye! Bye.